Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I'm Clitoris Harrington. Oh, he's formed himself up again this week. Ryan, thanks for thanks for joining us again, I guess, on the podcast that both of us host. This podcast, of course, being about movies and about TV shows and about video games. Um, oh, Clit Harrington. Clit Harrington and all of Ryan's various pseudonyms different personalities we haven't heard we haven't heard from some of your more obnoxious personalities in, in a good minute though i think maybe it's just not as not as fun to do over over discord what's the deal with that ryan i have no idea i just i'm a guy just playing a guy who's pretending to be another guy you know <laughs> i think that i've had that same realization too when i'm realized i'm sitting here staring at a computer screen by myself sometimes doing the, <laughs> the silly weird fucking voices and stuff that we used to do not as much fun when you're just kind of staring at your own reflection you're like oh man is this yeah. really what my life has come to yes yes it is yeah well um what it takes to get to episode 200 jake we're almost there and we're gonna make another threat to quit yeah, I'm going to kill all of the <laughs> characters I've come up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can't, lest we forget Brian, who was very short-lived, very rude, by the way. Yeah, what a douche. I don't remember what his deal was. I just remember that he was just real mean for no real reason. It's almost mean. like we hadn't really thought that out before we did it. You know, white privilege, all those kids are mean. <laughs> yeah, that's right. White people, kind of the worst. Well, no, no, no. White privileged. No, I'm. I stand by my statement. I think you're white, <laughs> and I'm kind of the worst. Yeah, I guess true. <laughs> well, Ryan. Speaking of crazy white people, I was in Florida last week, and I want to tell you about the most terrifying Uber ride. I've ever been on my entire life. Okay. So we were leaving our um, friend's rehearsal dinner. It's not super late. It's about one fifteen in the morning. We get a. It's not a, super late. One fifteen in the morning. Okay. Well, Ryan, we don't have kids, Ryan. We've we sometimes we stay up till eleven thirty, eleven forty five. Hell, oh, we've stayed up till midnight no. a couple times. So to be. No, not on a school night. Oh, okay. Yeah, normally I'm normally I'm in my jam jams, ready for some uh, some big olds to catch some big old Z's this time of the evening. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> this fucking weirdo rolls up, and I don't know he's a weirdo yet. By the mm-hmm. way, we get in the we get in the back of his truck, and you know I'm I'm trying to be nice because we've we've been in several Ubers at this point, and everyone's been extremely quiet, almost like they resent us. For being tourists or whatever, um, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little buzzed. I'm talking to this guy. I tell him about how I repaired two different toilets in our house over the past like month, and I felt like I was, you know, suddenly this handyman sort of type. And this this man proceeds to go on about a 45 minute conspiracy theory laden rant while my wife has fallen asleep on my arm. And so I am now 45 minutes. Oh, because it was a 45 minute ride back to the um, hotel. We were, <laughs> we were a little bit, a little bit far away. And this man was 
talking about how um, nobody uh, chickens aren't real. Huh? Um, he was talking at first. He started talking about lab-grown meat and how every time you buy meat in a store, it's grown in a lab. Like eggs aren't real. Um, they're genetically modified to make people stupider. Um, then he told me about how Bill Gates was into uh, euthanizing people. Uh, what else did he say? It all They all kind of blur together. Um, and so at this point, I'm really regretting my decision of being social at the very beginning of this because now I'm finding myself... Like I told Olivia after we got out of the car, like I'm concerned. I was continually concerned. Like my fight or flight kicked in. Like I might have to choke this guy out if he tries to kidnap us. If he suddenly like tries to lock the window, lock the windows or whatever, and we can't get out. The child locked on. Yeah. There's nothing worse than being drunk in a stranger's, a crazy person's car. Which is this the situation that I found myself in. I'm like, oh, this is not a good time right now. Um, but yeah, this this man told he, just about every conspiracy theory um, in the book. Uh, he t- told us about how he thinks that the government assassinated JFK. You know, like I said, chickens aren't real. Um, what did he nobody... say chickens were? Oh, he said that they were... Um, they're like you they're just fake like they were create just created by people to give the illusion that we're eating real meat when we're not it's all grown in labs and shit his there's not a lot of logic in his theories um which was very easy to pick apart but i really didn't feel like pointing that out once i realized that the way that this conversation and this this ride was going uh but yeah I i was genuinely really 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 concerned and i'm not just playing this up like i was fucking freaked out like my heart rate was like up i've never been so happy to get back somewhere as when we got out of that car and i did not leave a tip ryan that was going to be one of my questions my other question (laughs) was what rating did you give him Uh, i didn't leave him a rating either i would probably give him zero and be like this man should not be allowed to interact with the public or or anyone because it's come back and get you well, that yeah, that's why I avoided that completely. Um, but yeah, my God, like I, I don't. It it takes a lot to genuinely like rattle me. I was shooketh. I did not enjoy this at all. Rattle your cage. What makes it worse is you got to be in there for forty five minutes. Oh yeah, it was the longest drive I think that I've ever been a part of. And the conspiracy theories started at about minute five, I think. Nothing makes you more agreeable than being in an uncomfortable situation where you depend on the other person to get you through. Exactly. Like, I... I was saying all to everything. I was trying to think, like, halfway through how I'm going to get out of this. Like, should I pretend to shit myself and have him just let us out and then get another Uber once he's out of sight? Suck his dick, dude. I didn't want to have to suck any dicks that night. I'm not sure, and I'm not sure if he would have been... What? Sometimes you gotta put that mouth to use. (sighs) Well, he certainly fucking was. My God. He's talking about, like, all of it. Yeah, I heard that. I'm not working the shaft in the balls. Fuck that. (laughs) It's like, I've been... Yeah, I've been, you know, all the things that I've been reading, I've been really educating myself. Um... I didn't ask him about the vaccine, what he thought of that. So, what else do you know about QAnon? It wasn't even political. It was just all this weird shit. Like, (laughs) I don't don't even know. I would want him to take a drug test, just for my own reasons. Oh, I'm sure this guy uh, (laughs) probably doesn't do drugs. Because, you know... If you're that fucking paranoid when you're sober, can you imagine buying dr- uh, drugs? And I think he talked about like the f- the pharmaceutical industry, um, everything, just literally everything you could imagine. This man Don't talked about. 
and I have not said a word for the longest time. This man has just been talking to himself, basically. Um, but he's he's very animated. He's talking with his hands, both of them, while he's driving, like looking in the mirror, like a whole bunch. Oh, anyways, <laughs> three out of well, five stars. You're all good. good. <laughs> and you survived. So there's probably one of those three stars right there. Did I, or did, or did the, or did the Illuminati actually capture me and upload my consciousness into the internet? You can't see my face. You don't know if this is just a digital reproduction of my personality uploaded into the mainframe. No, it's you. Uh, see, anyways, you know how many rings are around it. <laughs> how was your weekend, Ryan? Uneventful. You I got know, a uh, you didn't get kidnapped up. by any insane people? No, I did not, which is great. Um, I did nothing. All right. I I, sorry, I yawned. I, I did nothing, but I did go back and watch some movies that I hadn't seen in a long time. And when I say in a long time, I had seen these movies when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Hit so, me. What, what you been watching? Hit you, you might get hurt. Um, so I watched this movie called The Gate, and that movie was absolutely horrible. Apparently, this was uh, more for kids than adults, but what I saw was not for anybody, kids nor adults. Not um, recommended for humans, animals. Nobody, dude. At one point, there's this dog. So these, the premise of the movie is that there is a hole in the backyard, and the hole leads to hell. Um, okay. These two parents leave their kids, one's 16 and one's like seven or something like that, very young, home alone for a couple of days. And they say, hey, don't throw any parties. So, of course, parties are thrown, right? And right. Uh, then... Basically, the younger sibling, he's upstairs with his buddy. They're listening to metal music, and basically there's a metal vinyl that they listen to that conjures out the devil. Right, of course. There's a portal to hell in the backyard, after all. That's right. And it's so dumb. And the highlight of the movie is there's a dog who passes away in this movie for a short time. The dog comes back to life. Um Basically, anytime the dog's mentioned, everybody's just like, whatever. You know, nobody's really like, oh my god, this dog. Like, the dog dies, and the boys tore up about it, but not like tore up, like crying tore up. He's like, oh no. Like, I'd be bawling my eyes out. Then um, the sister's like, we can't tell mom and dad about this, whenever the little boy wants to call his mom and dad and tell them about it. Like, that's a little fucked because mom and dad should know about this because what the fuck? And uh, they're going to know when you come home and the dog is dead, unless he then, suddenly comes back to life through some shenanigans later on. Right. And then, so the older sister, she has friends and she says something to them about the dog dying and they just kind of roll their eyes. They're like, can we still party here tonight? Oh my God, um, what is wrong they, with these fucking people? I know, it gets worse. And then there is, like, the boyfriend or the love interest for the girl who's really not, like, a love interest she pursues. It's just some guy she has a crush on who's in the movie for, like, five minutes or something like that. Like, both of the dog, essentially. So he takes the dog to, I guess, the crematorium and the place is shut closed or shut down. Why or is he doing it? It gets it gets so weird. And then at one point he opens his door and like the corpse of the dog just like falls out of the um car. Just like rolls over and he just like falls onto the ground and like the dude nobody cares about this dog. Um so that was like the highlight of that movie. About I was just so pissed about that. I was like, that's not even real. And I was like, this movie's stupid. Um so- this was meant for this was a kids movie you said it's movie with there's a some, dead dog that nobody's there's dead dog people just like flopping all over the place 
I mean, we're every... listening to metal music and it's conjuring demons from hell. Right. That's perfect for like ages, you know, six and under, I would say. That's what I'm saying. I seen it when I was a little kid. Um, the other the movie, fuck? it was not a good movie. Um, the other movie I watched is a movie that was like a ripoff of the Gremlins movie. It's called Critters. <laughs> when I was a kid. And basically, I think I've seen this. There is like some kind of outer space like prison and the critters escape and the jail in outer space has two bounty hunters go find the critters and the critters land in this like sleepy town in this the main characters own a farm and the dad in this movie is probably the smartest dad or character i've ever seen in a movie a horror movie um, I mean, it's like a silly movie, but he's like the smartest person ever because he always does the right things. It isn't like he questions things too long or he doesn't get into action or anything like that. Yeah, Very smart. that's it was always the most frustrating thing is that they're like, hmm, they're like, uh, I don't know. I don't believe you kids. What's really going on? And exactly. it's too late. Everyone's dead. And then uh, this is also one of the first movies for Billy Zane, um, who is a name that I haven't heard in a long time. So when I seen him, I was like, oh, that's Billy Zane. He died. Uh, yeah, you just heard it here. <laughs> he dies pretty quickly in the movie. He didn't deserve to die. Um, but ultimately, like the bounty hunters and like the kid who is part of this family, they get rid of critters and kill them or whatever but at the end there's like a couple eggs that belong that the critters laid and that's going to be something in the future because they made like more of these movies um so those were two movies i've seen i did watch the evil dead and the evil dead rises um those are pretty good kind of enjoyed those those were like weird movies like i've seen the original trilogy And this one was kind of interesting, a little campy. I think the first one was um, both are kind of gory, but at the same time, it's like people's bodies don't rip apart like this. Really gory. We watched Evil Dead Rise um, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, where they're all trapped in the apartment or whatever. Yeah, and then at the end where they all become like a mesh of one. I was really surprised that the kids died. I thought everything was going to be redeemed at the end. Yeah, everyone does turn into a ball of flesh. It was fucking weird and gross. It was. It was not. um, If you had told me at the beginning of the movie that. uh, Spoiler alert. Sorry. That everybody, all the characters on screen are going to turn into a ball of. Flesh that gets. Don't they shove them in a wood chipper in the parking they, deck? Or... They do. And then there's also like a chainsaw. And uh, what else do they dispose of things? Uh, there was like some shears. Was There's a lot of blood. A lot of blood. Yes, yeah, so I remember all the goop coming out where it's like... <laughs> yeah, well, when it pulls up uh, the elevator, apparently that was like a ton of blood that they used for that. Um, oh, the um, sister and and the mom—they're both sisters, but one's like a mom and one's like a guitar tech. Like their things are a little rough. Like the mom for these kids—I assume she's a tattoo artist, but her and her husband broke up. Then. Her sister shows up and had no idea about that. Um, and the sister, uh, the mom's sister had called her numerous times and she never picked up. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. The only reason she showed up is because she was pregnant. It was just drama, 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 Janelle. Just constant, constant drama. Yeah, fuck. I had for. I remember enjoying it when we watched it, but I guess that's the impression it left on me was that until you mentioned it, I forgot we watched it like three weeks ago. Yep. 
Um, I thought it was, <laughs> I mean, it was not bad. I just thought it was going to go a different way. Um, yeah, yeah, based definitely based on the definitely based on the previews. I thought that like in the beginning, where in that they're in that lake cabin, I thought the entire movie was going to be set there. So when that I was realized intro, uh, it, yeah, I thought that the whole movie was going to be there. I didn't know they were going to be literally trapped in an apartment for the entire thing. I was like, oh, okay, this is at all what I thought this movie was going to be. They could have stayed there forever if it wasn't for those damn cats upstairs. But anyway, yeah, so that movie I thought was gory, but it was kind of fun. You know what you're getting. I watched um, last night, and I finished today, My Bloody Valentine. Or Bloody Valentine. That movie was so predictable. Uh, sorry. It was just like a slasher movie. That was like a... I remember that was a big one in high school. I don't creepy. remember if I ever... Yeah, yes, this is... <laughs> This is exactly the era of the 3D movie being a thing. It was like 2009, 2010, something like People, that. I uh, Basically, it's like painted by numbers, in my opinion. It starts off with... I had to look this up, too, at the beginning. It starts off with our main characters. They're like teenagers, but they are clearly in their 30s. Because like, I had to look it up. I was like going on with this movie how old are these people here um and sure enough they're like in their 30s but then they fast forward like 10 years later in the movie and all of a sudden they're just wearing diff- different clothes yeah their hair's <laughs> a little different yeah it's like so stupid but uh there's a main character and he is attacked by this killer who's in town or whatever who had just woken up from a coma after being in the coma for a year. And basically he nearly dies. The police save him. Then like 10 years later, he pretty much takes on that identity of the killer, like had traumatic issues because of what happened to him. And he becomes the villain. It was like, yeah, not a surprise. It was exactly what you thought it was going to be. Yeah, totally paint painted by numbers. And that paint, red. Yeah. All of it's red. That paint don't stain. Those numbers, I don't know, probably 13 or three sixes, I'm guessing. It's all red. It all turns out to be red. Yes, it's red 85. The one they're trying to ban. <laughs> I'm going to start a band called Red 85. <laughs> hey, there you go. You heard it here first. So I would start with Clint Harrington because that just has I'm gonna, better rank. I'm going to go back and cut the pause out there so it sounds like I came up with that joke faster. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> like, around this time. Damn, this guy's smart explosion. and clever. Damn, where did you come up with that? So crazy. <laughs> that Olivia's so lucky. Absolutely. So handsome. <laughs> funny oh, he gets these stunts like his daddy I'm such a such a catch oh man well Brian I have been um, I I went in uh, on a new-ish game it came out a couple weeks ago uh, it's actually one of the biggest games in the world right now I've been playing Starfield now I don't have a gaming PC or an Xbox so I bet you're probably wondering, how the fuck are you doing this? The doing magic. Jake? What's that? You doing it illegally? No. Very, very much legally and paying for it. I'm using the magic of the Microsoft X Cloud, which what? I have to say works surprisingly well. Um, so I can't really talk about, you know this game being necessarily a, a huge like graphical showcase, but apparently it's not super well optimized for PCs anyways, and it's locked at like 30 frames on the Xbox. So even then, and also on the, the digital Xbox, it's so large that you can't download it. You have to stream it even through that. So it's been a it's been an interesting experience for sure having to completely rely on the internet for 
everything to play in this game. I have to say the xCloud, it works pretty well about 90% of the time. The other 10%? Oh, <laughs> fucking 90, rough stuff. 50% of the time. 90% of the time? It works 50% of the time. Yeah. I don't even know what that um, means. I don't, I don't I, Stop taking math a long time ago. What can Fucking, you do? Not my thing. Not my thing. But anyways, yeah. So I've been, uh, you know, just playing with the playing with a Bluetooth controller, playing on the playing through the browser, and it works pretty well, I'd have to say. Uh, the first the first time I went in, uh, we had just done the podcast, and I was a little had a little bit of a buzz, and it was so blurry and choppy. The little intro bit I played it actually made me almost physically sick, and I. So that was my first experience. I was like, I think I'm going to cancel that subscription the next day. I'm not feeling it. I tried it again the, the next time and uh, way better experience. And I've had a much, much better experience afterwards. Um, and the game itself is actually really fun. Um, I have not played a lot of Bethesda's other games. Apparently this is very much like what they did in Fallout and Skyrim, but I've never played those. So sorry. Uh, I like this, though. Obviously, I'm a big fucking nerd. I love space shit. And the art design of this in particular is something that really, really gels with me. It's um, just so beautifully designed from an art perspective, I feel like. Um, the game itself doesn't look like a huge like next-gen leap. Like I've definitely like played better-looking games, but... In terms of what you're doing and just the scope of it, it's huge. It's absolutely enormous. And there you cannot walk ten feet without getting like two side quests. And this the way that they give you side quests is you either talk to someone, obviously, or <laughs> you happen to overhear a conversation where there'll be two security guards going like but there's a bunch of fucking money that's going to be transported later at uh, like nine o'clock or whatever. Anyways, I got to get back to work. So and then you, you, get, <laughs> you literally get like a little thing popping up after you overhear a conversation, which is, which is quite funny. Um, and um, there's a huge, huge like main campaign, which I've mostly been, mostly been focusing on that but there's there's so much different like side stuff it's been really easy to get distracted uh and i'm not a huge huge one for first person shooters but this is one that's actually been pretty decently fun uh i've been able to survive long enough to figure to figure that out um and the shooting is fun i think that the writing is very well done in this game and it's very very well acted uh, they're not doing performance capture, motion capture for any of the characters in this, um, so that it does make them does make it feel a little bit old fashioned. Uh, well, they'll zoom in on their face, and you'll get you know the different dialogue options, and they'll talk and all that shit. Um, but I'm I'm having a good time with it, Ryan. I I think that it's it's an easy one to recommend if you like you like space shit, you like flying around in a ship for two seconds but when really you realize that everything you're doing is just going into a menu and fast traveling um shooting is pretty fun uh the art design is is gorgeous uh but my favorite part i've got a robot that follows me around and calls me captain jake and he says it out loud and it's really it's really funny makes me laugh every time (laughs) (laughs) I played this game for 25 hours and it still shit still gets me every time. I'm like, yeah, I am the fucking captain. That's right. I'm the captain now. <laughs> so I won't, I won't really go into, you know, spoiling the, the story too much. The story itself, I think it's, um, it's engaging when you're playing it. When you describe it, it doesn't really sound that interesting. Um, but the different side characters and p- companions that will join you that you can re- recruit uh, onto your ship and stuff. Well written, I- I'd say. Um, none of them have really gotten on my nerves all that much, even though they do have a lot of like pretty repetitive um, dialogue choices. And you can 
you have the choice to basically be a boy scout or be a, a fucking psycho. You can run around, commit crimes, and you can pretty much get away with it if you want to. Um, apparently, it's super easy to steal ships. Uh, you just have to fly around, knock their engines out, and then board board them. And all you have to do is sit in the captain's seat, and they have to legally recognize you as the new captain. That's how it works in space space laws. Isn't that isn't that what you do, Ryan? Every time you want a new car, you just sit in the driver's seat, and you're like, "This is I'm the captain of this Chevy Suburban now." Yeah, and then I see the price tag, and I'm like, "No." You know, it's not so bad to be captain of that old car over there. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why it basically incentivizes. Ships are fucking expensive in this, so it basically incentivizes you. Like, yeah, you can probably just go and steal it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like GTA, <laughs> we'll steal this later. We will have sex in that car. <laughs> I haven't I'm come. Ac- I haven't come across any soup kitchens um, <laughs> in this game. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I will say the inventory management in this is a bit strange. You start off with not a whole bunch of space. Um, pardon the pun. Um, and so I wound up <laughs> very early on in a lot of these missions, I would find myself I'd pick up everything. And then if you pick up too much stuff, you're carrying too much weight, your character literally starts to suffocate because he's weighed down like a like a pack mule. And so my strategy was to just drop everything from my inventory. And I loved like being crouched behind like a crate or something. And these, these people would be like looking for you and they'd be like, where'd he fucking go? Just follow the trail of like Frito packets and guns that I laid out on the floor for y'all. Like it shouldn't be that difficult to see where I all <laughs> to my left. <laughs> fucking went. Um, but uh, luckily, you know, I've upgraded a little bit. I don't have to do that nearly, um, nearly as much anymore. But the the biggest, I don't know, difference I'd say, for comp- directly comparing this to like a No Man's Sky, which it's always was going to be compared to, was the fluidity of movement. So, in No Man's Sky, it is extremely. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Open. You can fly anywhere in real time if you want to. Starfield does it a little bit differently. There's a lot less focus on exploration because uh, to go anywhere, basically you have to go into the menu and fast travel. And it, does break the immersion a little bit when you are you know at the bottom of a cave like looking for minerals or trying to find treasure and i sometimes i just don't feel like walking all the way back to my ship so i'll just go into the menu and i'll fast travel to the other side of the galaxy and be in like my little hotel room or whatever and it's it's very very strange everything it makes everything in the game feel like a really big room where there's visible doors like to go into your ship you get a loading screen when you sit in the captain's chair you get a loading screen when you take off from your ship you get a loading screen you can bypass those by just literally going into the menu clicking on your next quest or your next destination and fast traveling there and just um it makes the game screen oh like three seconds it's it's fine but you don't really feel like you're exploring 
you feel like you're going into a menu and fast traveling to the next thing, which is fine because it doesn't waste your time. Like, sure, some people would want to spend 13 hours flying from, you know, Uranus to your elbow, but I don't want to do that. Not really. I mean, it's cool in terms of a space simulation, but there in video games, it is nice to have something to do. So I don't, I don't mind it, but it does, it does make it feel at no point. Are you not like, I'm, I'm really in space. Like I'm really into this. You're like, no, I am definitely playing a game and I can see, you know, the four walls that are boxing this in. And then I fast travel to another place that is boxed in by four different walls, which, you know, it kind of feels weird. It, when you talk about it, it doesn't feel as weird when you're playing it, but it hasn't really dampened my enjoyment of it. I, I really, I'm really gelling with what it's, uh, what it's doing. So for $18 a month, all you need is a literally any device that can get on the internet and you can play oh, this yeah. game. You can play this game too. You don't need an Xbox or a PC. And depend, I will say, depending on what time of day and depending on how good your internet is, your experiences may vary. But most of the time I've sat down and played, it's been a pretty seamless experience. Um, sometimes you may need to wait like five minutes to get into like a session or whatever, just because they, I think they're throttling the amount of people playing through the cloud. But once I get in, like I can fucking fly around and do whatever I want for three or four hours and not really have any sorts of issues. So yeah, it's, it's good. I'm, I'm having a, I'm having a good time. Oh yeah. Um, so would you say this is better than no man's sky? Uh, I don't know. I think they're very different despite them on the surface seeming similar. They're both, you know, quote unquote space simulation exploration games this is it's just a completely different thing they both use you know space travel and procedural generation for a lot of their planets but no man's sky doesn't really have a story um and another big point of difference here is that there's no aliens in this game there's like little alien animals and critters and stuff but there are no alien people that you ever meet all of everywhere you go if it's settled, it's been settled by humans that left Earth. Which, again, the, the game takes place like 300 years from now, which seems not far enough in the future for all of this to have happened, for their, the Earth to be, you know, a, a desert and people live like all fucking over the place and far reaches of space for them to establish these system-wide governments and all that shit, but yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's better than No Man's Sky. I'd say it's maybe a little bit for what I want right now, I'm enjoying it more, but I think I'll probably put more time in No Man's Sky and I think I definitely already have. Um but I am I am vibing it. I am glad it's not exactly the same. It's it's different enough that I can kind of enjoy both of them at the same time because they do such they approach this from such a such a different way this is much more much more dialogue much more focused on the role-playing experience rather than simulating how difficult it would be to live somewhere you go to a planet in no man's sky you don't have the right amount of shit to repair your ship or craft uh, fuel for your ship you are stuck you are stuck there and you are wandering around blasting rocks until you gather enough resources to craft whatever you need. Here, this game, unlimited fuel. In fact, you don't even have to get on the ship. You can just fast travel straight to other planets, other star systems. Doesn't really... It takes all that stuff out of the equation. Your inventory management is much more like guns and ammo and that kind of stuff rather than rocks and metals and equipment and stuff. Apparently there's a big base building thing, but that's way after you have like completed the main story and done like a lot of a lot of stuff. So yeah. 
it's it's different. Did that answer your question? <laughs> when I talked for five more minutes after you were like, "What's what's better, this one or this one?" I was like, "Yeah, let me you not had... answer that. Let me not answer that question and continue to talk for a while." <laughs> you have to give an almost accurate like review. What yeah, we're here, we're here to inform the people, Jake. Yeah, so I'm telling people play one of the biggest video games out there if you're not already. Spider-Man's right across uh, the little across the way. There's literally too many games for me to play right now. There's so many that I have not finished this year. And now I'm hooked on Starfield. So I can't wait to tell it to go fuck off when Spider-Man gets here next month. Yeah, you don't finish it and you just have a trail of unfinished video games that you've saved. When you I can look at your stuff like, damn. My pile of shame is piling up, dude. It really, really is. Not a surprise. I've known you for a long time. There's a lot to be shameful for. There's a lot to be ashamed of. Maybe, but if I felt like regular human emotions, then you know that would happen. But I don't. Well, good. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Just a proud psychopath flying my flag over here. Just like Speaking the guy of- that drove me home last weekend. Yeah, you know what? Look good as skin. Excuse me, what did you say? <laughs> it puts. Oh, I did watch Joe Dirt as well. <laughs> I'm gonna write that. Um, I'm gonna put that in the episode description. Ryan watched four horror movies and Joe Dirt. <laughs> Dude, it was good. I tried to watch the sequel. Terrible. Did you watch it on nine eleven? No, but I did think about it, and I did want to tell the world about that story. I think we did on like the first, oh, yeah, a long, long it episode. Like, it was like episode two. Ryan was like, "My favorite nine eleven memory was watching Joe Dirt after I left school early." Yeah, it was uh, time to be alive. It was it was definitely one of those memories that stuck with me because it was the only thing to do that day. Yeah, so, I'm going to have to go back and dig up that quote. Yeah, it was just as I remembered. It was a great movie. Um, <laughs> sequel, not great at all. Terrible. Terrible. I couldn't even watch the whole thing. Did they just call it Joe Dirt 2? Or did they do, like, Joe Dirt's? A loser. Like, he had three daughters with Brandy. And then, uh, of course, Sugar Ray's Mark McGrath's in it. And he's trying to put on some kind of accent just terrible and then there was a bunch of like people farting in joe dart's face and i was just like this is a little too like silly for me this i'm gonna watch something else i love a good fart just like the next guy but don't do it in my face i mean they farted like 30 some times they even referenced how many times he got farted in his face so it it wasn't that great of a movie i'm honestly they came back for that it's almost like anchorman Two. Oh yeah, the whole half hour in the middle where he was lived in a, was blind and lived at a lighthouse, and none of that fucking mattered. Yep, that's where I stopped watching that movie. They did a whole separate movie within a movie that had zero impact on the story. What Maybe the fuck were they cool. thinking when they made that? I think they did a lot of drugs, Jake. Ah, they must have. It's the only well, thing anyways. that makes. Uh, Ryan, what do you say we close this episode out with a little bit of news? Let's do it. I'm going to let you scroll through the news because my phone always disconnects me. I did want to well, thank Jake about oh. the uh, Switch and Mortal Kombat. Have you seen uh, that? Yeah, I have seen it. It looks... Do you know those really low-budget wrestling games that have come out in the last couple of years that have been fucked that's yeah. what it reminds me of they were they bit off more than they could chew with with that one it looks like it's strange that it's not it's got a big generational gap though because it's only on ps5 and the new xbox and also on the switch which means they had to make some major downgrades to try to shove it onto that thing oh they and definitely boy, it looks like they downgraded the everything that imaginable into making that game doo doo. Apparently, the like the regular versions are great, 
but the Switch version is atrocious and it costs $70. He Yeah. And then I also saw that uh, Boone, the Mortal Kombat guy, he was like, yeah, we're definitely going to date. So we'll see how it looks, but I just wanted to see what you thought about the initial graphics for this. Because I've seen it, I was like, wow, that's atr
October. So I'm fiending for it at this point. Ryan, are you also feeding fiending for blocky PS1 era titties coming to the Switch on February 14th, 2024? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The first three Tomb Raiders games. Hell yeah, um, they're they're back. But they're supposed to be updating those, right? Um it does not look super updated to me. Well, it says remastered. I think this looks a bit like it looks kind of like the way that the those Grand Theft Auto games were remastered. So a little bit, it looks like. <laughs> it's not good. But not a lot. <laughs> They're not remakes. So they're not remaking Tomb Raider 1 through 3 completely. It looks like they're just rounding off her blockiness a little bit. But don't expect too much more than that. You know, somebody told me, and I had to look it up, and it is true, that the last uh, Grand Theft Auto game to come out came out a decade ago. Oh, yeah. It's on it's been on three different systems at this point. That is nuts. It's like they should practically give that game away at this point. Well, they've got apparently um, GTA Online. I've never played GTA Online, but it is just still going strong. Like huge, huge money making thing. So, well, yeah, kids want like tracks and stuff like race and then i see like mods and stuff like that where you could be like hulk or like superman or whatever and you can go flying around town and stuff like that kind of interesting but some of the things i've seen said that joe rogan's podcast is going to be on the new one oh hooray um, yeah and uh the other thing was <laughs> it was like expect to be released between uh, 2024 and 2025 that this could be earlier or later so essentially they didn't really give us any kind of time they just said hey it could be this but it also could be later or earlier than these dates I love so, that that's, a, that's not an answer <laughs> it's going to come out eventually I mean if they want to make money <laughs> yeah I love that as an answer. That's such a business-like answer. Be like, it's going to come out in th three years, probably. Yeah, I mean, that's probably a safe bet. Yeah. If they don't so, get hacked again, at least. They hack GTA or Rockstar? Yeah, there was that big leak like last year. We talked about it on here where people were like complaining. Someone hacked into Rockstar's servers and released a bunch of like documents and unfinished uh, footage, and people were like, "Oh, this game looks bad." And you're like, "Yeah, it's not fucking done yet." <laughs> I don't recall that. I, I believe <laughs> I don't recall. I, to be fair, most of the conversations we have on this go immediately leave my brain. <laughs> like it's just. I, yeah, so that will stand up at a court of law one day, I'm assuming. Um, yeah. Speaking of speaking of leaks, Ryan, uh, normally you have to pay extra for those, but Microsoft got uh, a bunch of their documents leaked, and it looks like they've been planning on doing all sorts of different stuff. Here's the biggest blockbuster. I'm glad you're sitting down for this one, Ryan. They're going to release another Xbox. This well, is the was... big. This is the big bombshell that I'm I'm leading in on. Hell yeah! You should pick up something else because that's terrible. <laughs> uh, it's coming out in 2028, apparently. Oh god! But they are coming out. They have a new design that is not a box. It's a cylinder, and it's going not. It's not going to have a disc drive. It's going to be all digital. It's pretty boring, pretty boring stuff so far. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, it looks like the these documents are actually from, they're at least one to two years old, though so some of their plans may have actually changed. They could well have. 
I'll be does it look like this has like anything for like um CDs or um I guess the games to nope. go into all, all digital all... Ooh. go fuck yourself that's <laughs> how does that taste <laughs> yeah they seem ready and willing to I think that this is the last console generation that will have physical media. I think it's going to be all digital downloads from here on out. Yeah, they're definitely pushing for that. I mean, especially with PlayStation 5 having one that didn't even have the drive in it. Yep. Yeah, uh, they make more money off of it if you buy it directly from them. They they can cut out uh, the middleman. Uh, the distri- uh, distributor. But they need to add more um, storage. I guess you could buy your own storage, but still. Yeah, I've I did that to my PS5, and the Xbox is actually even easier. It's like a there's an external like two terabyte hard drive you can get for the Xbox that just plugs in the back USB port. Mm-hmm. The the PS5 I actually had to open it up and put the hard drive in there. It was it was a pretty easy process, but. You do feel yeah. a little bit nervous the first time you have to take those plates off. That's interesting. I yeah. mean, I guess it's a good way to like kind of keep it out of sight, have it in there, but at the same time, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, apparently in these leaked emails too, they also, it doesn't sound like they were uh, discussing it seriously, but they did mention possibly trying to by Nintendo or in the future I think he was they're assuming that whatever Nintendo puts out next their hardware is going to could potentially not sell as well um so I it seems that seems crazy but then again in the 90s it would be crazy too to assume that Sega would stop making consoles and that you'd have Sonic games coming out on the Xbox and the PlayStation all of a sudden so yeah, crazy things nowhere and like has become like I think they're probably the biggest one right now by Have far by far um did you the owner of like Xbox wanted to buy Mario or like was it Nintendo yeah <laughs> that's good news hey. Yeah, that's what I just said, though. <laughs> Damn, my fault. Um, but <laughs> crazy. Yeah, no worries. Um, apparently, Keanu Reeves was begging the producer to kill John Wick off in that last movie. Which apparently they kind of made it ambiguous, and then there was an alternative scene for the end where it shows him living. Yep, and he's like, "Guess what." coming back <laughs> yeah but he'll be like 80 and he'll like still be kicking ass just at a slower pace thank god I'd love to see I'd love to see him kick ass at a slower pace yeah instead of a dog you'll have like a house cat my house cat whoa um what else we got um yeah the New iPhone, they were hyping them up last um, last week. Apparently, they are the chipset that's in them is going to be extremely powerful. They've already got a couple AAA games like Death Stranding and the Resident Evil 4 remake that are going to release. It's like full-price games that you can just play straight on your phone, which is very weird. impressive. It is weird. Uh, I'm sure it's going to kill your battery, but no it's... It it does make me, for some reason, I, I just cannot get my mind around playing games on a phone. If you're gaming on your phone, I always think of like Fruit Ninja and Candy Crush and shit like that. Like you, I can't, I can't imagine sitting down and doing that. But even some of these demos, they've got it, they've got the phone hooked up to a TV, and then you connect a controller to your phone, and you know people are playing fucking Resident Evil Four through their phone on a TV. I'm like, this is wild dude they're trying to get everything so remember when a phone was just a phone and then like you had remember like, when you used to go outside and play with your friends well I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but like you know you'd have like a camera like a separate camera 
and then you would have like something for like your music, like a iPod. And now, all the, yeah, uh, <laughs> shuffle, any of that shit. And now they've combined, combined it all into one device, and that's also like a computer. You can surf the web and stuff. And now, like a video game, a handheld console. I mean, that you can hook up to your TV. Only a while from now that you're going to be able to have sex with your phone. That's all you're going to need. Uh, just upload me straight in there. Uh, put, me in, put me into the matrix. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going to happen, man. It's crazy. The world that's we live in. That's all I want. That's <laughs> like the 3D stuff, too. Like... Is it, I'm pretty sure, right? Like you wear those goggles, not goggles, but put on that oh, headset. VR, that VR shit, yeah. I've never yeah. tried that. It seems like it'd probably make me sick. Um, I don't know. I'd be, I'd be interested. I've, I seriously looked at the PSVR thing, and then I was like, "There's two games on here. I'm not going to drop six hundred dollars on this on top of the." Money I've already spent on that. I will waste that money on other things. Yeah, but how many people do you know even has one of those VR things? Zero. I've exactly. never seen one in person. I've seen one in person. The guy I had it was a fucking dweeb. <laughs> he was so uncool. I was like, I'm never buying this. Yeah, I was like, lame. I will never ever do it. Uh, but yeah, I think, Ryan, that actually brings us to the end of the news for this week. A few news segments. I really enjoyed your telling of uh, The Gate or whatever that movie was called. <laughs> I kind of want to go watch it. <laughs> it's so bad, dude. It is so bad. Claymation in it. Like, terrible. Yeah, I, I really want to watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted everybody in the movie to die. I rooted for evil. <laughs> I wanted that gate to hell to get bigger and swallow and everybody. Bring everybody along. Oh God, there is. Uh, I forgot to mention there is a scene wherever um, the young boy uh, before the, his parents go off, um, he's talking to them about his friend who says um, there was a construction worker who died building their house and they've buried him into the walls or whatever mm -hmm. and it's like well, that's not true and he's weird since his mom died <laughs> it's just it's so like blunt and like but trying to be like as comforting as possible because he's like turn on the light <laughs> so you, you have the light while you sleep and he's like no dad but they just murdered this young boy um you know, so to speak, by saying, you know, he's weird because his mom's dead. Yeah, what a fucking loser. <laughs> I mean, the movie's terrible. It's so I bad. just I just like how everyone they're just like, hey, look at this dead dog, and everyone's like, shut up. Yeah, they just don't even care. And then um the boyfriend, I don't know if I told you, but he couldn't take the dog to the crematorium, so he came back looked in the backyard and he was like oh well, there's already a hole back there so he chucked the God. dog all the hell just threw it in there yeah but eventually at the very end of the movie the dog comes back like, oh, oh is, it is it implied that he's like possessed by the devil now though no he was dead <laughs> okay well it, they had an opportunity to leave it open for a sequel there they did. It was no. There is a sequel. <laughs> no, dog, I mean, dog house to hell. Oh god, I hope not. <laughs> and older people in this second one, but the first one is young kids. It's so stupid. I would advise not watching it. I seen it. And I was like, "Yep." For my whole life, and I am never gonna watch it again. Great! I can't wait to ruin an evening with that. <laughs> Oh, God. You can't blame me. You or Olivia. Oh, we can. Nope. <laughs> you cannot. Nope. <laughs> uh, all right, Ryan. I think that'll do us for this week. Uh, anything else you want to add about that horrible, horrible movie that you're forcing me to watch? No, I am not. <laughs> oh, I will 
probably have more movies to discuss next week or two weeks. All right. That is our promise. We will have something new to discuss next week, probably. Maybe. Or two, two weeks from now. I have no sense of time. Anyways, uh, that'll do us, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, as we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate. Nighty night, bitches. Until the next time, folks. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.